makes you understand why it flies like poop. Caustic. Caustic. I laughed, <laughs> I cried, I came in my pants. Caustic. are you today, Anna? I'm awesome, Kelly. Are you excited about episode four of Coasting By? <laughs> I'm so excited about episode four of Coasting By, coming Yay! to you from New York and Los Angeles. So how's New York been? Um, it's been good. Um, I have gone out a couple of times um, this past week with different groups of friends, and on Saturday... It was my friend Rachel's birthday, Ooh. and she is in a show right now, so she did her show, and uh-huh. I was actually working on um, helping out with a show of one of our other mutual friends, Rob Matsushita, ah. um, which I will talk about later, um, but I met up with Rachel and some of her other friends and some of our other friends. And we had a celebrity sighting. Ooh, tell me, tell me. Official celebrity sighting number two. Um, so we're sitting in, we had gone to this piano bar, because Rachel wanted to go to the piano bar, but this piano bar was crowded. Really? Um, so we were like, let's relocate. So there's this huge group of people, which everybody who knows me knows that I do not like to walk around in a huge group of people. Like, I'm a freshman in college <laughs> right. trying to find the bar that doesn't card. So we're, like, kind of walking around, and we find this bar. It's sort of, it sort of looks like a sports bar, um, but it's, like, nice-looking, and the people inside don't look sketchy or, like, too, like, gross and preppy or anything like that. Mm-hmm. And there's a table right by the door, so we could sit down. So we were, we were sitting in this bar, and at one point later during the evening, Rachel's cousin who was with us goes, oh, Cal Penn. And I was like, what? Cal Penn? What? Cal Penn was in the bar, and Rachel had been talking to him for like ten minutes, and none of us knew. Really? At least I didn't. Wait, who is Cal Penn? Cal Penn is Kumar from Harold and Kumar Go to White Castle. I have never seen that movie. And he has a new movie out called The Namesake. Okay, um, wait, is he the is he the um Caucasian one or the non Caucasian one? He's Indian. Okay. I didn't want to sound racist. I didn't know. Harold and Kumar the other dude is um like Chinese. Oh wait, so neither one of them was Caucasian? No one in that movie is Caucasian. Well, I'm sure someone is, but (laughs) neither Harold nor Kumar is. Oh, okay, so the the Indian fellow. The Indian Hmm. fellow. (laughs) Also, the other day I remarked to Tanya that he was extremely attractive. Uh, yeah. He is. But he has a new movie that just opened um, here and probably in L.A. too called The Namesake that was directed by... Um, Mira Nair, Nair, <laughs> say her name right? But it looks like Nair, who wears short shorts. Um, but she directed um, Monsoon Wedding and uh, Vanity Fair. Um, it looks really good. But we wow. so Rachel, of course, because she's Rachel, mm-hmm. 
and it was her birthday, she goes up to him and she's like, excuse me, I only know you as Kumar from Harold and Kumar <laughs> Goes Castle. I'm sure he and never gets like, that. Oh, hi, you know, I'm Cal. And she's like, hi, I loved Harold and Kumar. <laughs> I laughed, I cried, I came in my pants. <laughs> And she's telling me, like, you know, two minutes later. Right. Oh, Rachel. She's so funny. So then, so Aliyah and I had been sitting at the table, like, the whole time without knowing where Rachel had gone or that she was talking to Cal Penn. Uh And so he walks by and Rachel's cousin is like, oh, Cal Penn. And we're like, what? What? Huh? And he's, like, outside talking to his driver. And the whole front of the bar is, like, windows. Like, there are big windows, and, and the door is sort of in the middle. Uh-huh. And Aaliyah, like, gets up and, like, runs to the door and opens the door and shouts out the door. And she's like, Kuma! <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> and then she, like, gets embarrassed and comes back inside. And so he's, like, still talking to his driver, like, half a block away Mm -hmm. but then he starts to walk back towards the bar and he like passes it again so she like goes up to the window and is like banging on the window going kumar we love you (laughs) oh my gosh i'm sure Um, that would attract him back to the bar but yeah i'm sure like crazy people screaming his most well-known character's name when he has a very a seemingly very good serious movie opening right now (laughs) But Rachel invited him to see the show that she's in, and he was like, oh, yeah, yeah, I'll come see it. Yeah, friend me on MySpace. I'll come see it. Uh-huh. And so Rachel's all like, Kumar's going to come see my show. <laughs> so if he really does come see her show, I will pay her $10. Yeah. Um, he was, yeah, he was attractive, but he was shorter in person. So I think like, a, a lot are. of, yeah, they are. Um, Good news for short people. Yes, bad news for tall people. You can be on camera and look tall. It's called a box. Stand on it. (laughs) Tall people, good luck. Sorry. I saw a couple celebrities um, this last week. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I went to, um, N-Style and I decided to go to that screening that uh, we were talking about last week. The one I missed. Yeah, <laughs> that was really funny. Um, I'm so excited, but yeah. <laughs> um, so I'm l- not legally able to tell you too much about it because I <laughs> signed a contract. Um, so cool. I will I will do a Soupies version. Um, <laughs> it's <laughs> it was written. It's a movie. It's coming out in August, and it was written by Seth Rogen and some other guy uh, who I think wrote one of their most recent movies too. Um, okay. And uh, it's. It's, it's, the title sounds like very horrible. So look up Seth Rogen and on recent post-production titles on IMDb, you will see something that looks like very horrible, but the movie wasn't very horrible. (laughs) It was actually very good. We got there and, um... There's this huge line. We got there kind of early. It said 6.30, and I've seen lines for screenings before. So we yeah. get there, and uh, some woman comes up to us and is like, hey, do you guys like movies? And Neil and I are like, oh, I mean, end stuff. <laughs> Why does he have a fucking nickname? Um, we're like, uh, yeah. And she's like, what was the last movie you saw? And we had just seen Zodiac, so we both responded and then gave a reason why we liked it. She's like, would you like to be in the focus group afterwards? We're like, sure. And that means that you get to go in first, so that was really the only reason why we were doing it. And I thought, eh, good story for the podcast, you know? (laughs) So 
the security was crazy. Like, there were at least 12 security guards. You got your purses checked. How many you were doors were there? One. There was one door. What? Yeah. But, like, there was a security guard watching um, watching the line you were standing in. There was one that went down the line because you couldn't bring any phones with um, cameras on them or any other oh. sort of digital camera. Um, and Style brought us in. He just lied about it. And uh, so they, they checked you in the line. And then when you get up to the line, they have, like, four security guards kind of you know, taking you one by one, and all the girls had to have their purses checked. Then um, we went in, and we sat down where we were supposed to for the focus group. Then I left to go get popcorn. They made me retake a ticket when I came back. I didn't have a purse this time or anything. Then they had to recheck me with that little magnet thing. And it was like, you guys, it's a it's a stupid movie, you know? Like, who's going to really want to – or am I going to, like, record it and then put it off as my own? I don't know. Nope. So <laughs> – yeah, and I think, you know, that was what they're mostly afraid of. Shanghai. Right. Um, so then one of the produ- – we waited and it ended up being an hour later. And then um, it was funny because, like, just as the movie started, the producer came up and said, you know, like, the sound is going to f- sound a little off. Technically, you know, don't worry about that. Um, but let us know what you think. And it stars um, the kid that played George Michael in Arrested Development. Yeah. Yeah. And oh, George Michael, I love him. <laughs> yeah, he was really good. And then this other kid, I can't remember the name off the top of my head, um, but he, uh, did you ever see 40-Year-Old Virgin? Yeah. So it's all the same guy. It's all the same people that did this like movie. Like their, like, crew. Yeah. So it's the kid that is in the eBay store and wants those funny shoes. Those, those fish boots? Yeah. <laughs> and he the kid's funny. he is the funniest guy I've ever seen in my life. And the whole story of this movie is that uh, these two kids are about to graduate high school, never having gotten laid. And so they go on this, um, you know, this wildly adventure. planned adventure that night. And <laughs> <Wildly> um, <planned. laughs> yeah, it, uh, it was actually, I was really impressed. I thought it was going to be really dumb. But uh, right as the movie started, like Seth Rogen... Um, George Michael and all the other people came in, and then that guy who's in the show Numbers, uh, not the oh, it's a cute. He's he's my little Jewish cupcake. I love him, and I've loved him for a long time. (laughs) Um, The guy I'm talking about from the show Numbers was in Freaks and Geeks. He um, he he played the older brother of the little Jewish kid. He was on a couple episodes. Oh, that guy. He is I my little, him. I know, he's my little Jewish cupcake. And he was there at the premiere, but he's only in, like, one scene. But it's possibly the funniest scene out of the whole movie. Um, oh, my God, what's that guy's name? I'm going to find Yeah, look him up. But, oh, um, I love him. Yeah. So I was sitting, like, two seats away from him. Uh, it was really fun. And they were all clearly gone by the time the movie ended. Um, yeah. But it was, like, the first screening or the second or third screening it was like very early in the screening process and um but then after the movie we realized that this focus group was going to take forever they told us 15 minutes but it was like out of control so we filled out the little piece of paper and like bounced and then when we got out um all the actors were actually just like hanging out talking to the audience members yeah i walked right past george michael he's taller than me he is yeah i mean he's you know he looks like a a sprouted teenager. But, uh, so oh, I, you know, it's definitely not a, like a theater movie. There's really no reason to see it in the theater, but it's, it's hilarious. It's really funny. Probably better than 40 year old virgin. Really? I would, I would, yes. 
Can I tell you a story about yeah. um, David Krumholtz, our Jewish boyfriend? Mm. Mm-hmm. He, and I forgot this, was in Harold and Kumar go to White Castle. No way! Six degrees from Anna and Kelly! Hey! Hey! Holla! He and, uh, I forgot about this, he and the guy who played um, Finch in the American Pie movies Yes. are the, like, Jewish version of Harold and Kumar. And they, like, run into them a couple times while they're on their adventure going to White Castle. <laughs> That's and really his funny. Name, his name is Goldstein in that movie. Oh, I love him very so fitting. much. I loved him even since um, Adam's family. I love how you're looking it up right now. You're like, mmm, Adam's family. No, I, really, I really did. <laughs> no, and he's, then, yeah, he's a cutie patootie. Oh, yeah, I remember him in that. And 10 Things I Hate About You. Now I am looking at it. And yeah. Remembering him in all these movies when he gets the penis drawn on his face. He is a cutie patootie. But when, when he showed up on Freaks and Geeks, Laura and I were like, yes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Me too. Um, his, he's got a very, very small part, but it's a very funny, it's a very funny scene. And you hear George Michael sing. Um, so yeah, so that was pretty interesting. That's awesome. Yeah, it was fun. And we, we will probably never go to another screening again just (laughs) because of the amount of time it takes. Yeah, it's just, it's so much to handle. Doubt it. <laughs> I am so angry. So all these people at my work are also actors, right? And right. you know, we talk about that. And um, I was talking to one of my coworkers, and she asked if I had my SAG card, and I was like, "No, not yet." You know, and she's like, "Oh, are you signed up to be an extra?" And I said, "Yeah, I just hadn't had a chance to do anything." And she's like, yeah. "Did you did you hear what they just did with the SAG card?" And I was like, "No." What did they do? Well, to get your SAG card, like. Anyone who doesn't know what a SAG card is, it's basically to be in the actors' union, and it's, it's like, you really need it to get any well-paid gigs, and it really opens a lot of doors for you, you know? So to to act out here, you really, really need that. Um, and up to this point, it's been, you need three credits, which you can get by working on a film or um, being an extra on a show or, you know, just, just small things. You get vouchers every time you do it. And then I think the price was like $1,400 or something, the entrance fee, which is, you know, those those two things right there were already kind of difficult to obtain. Once you got right. your vouchers, you probably couldn't <laughs> afford it. Right. Um, and I knew a lot of people who had the vouchers and just were saving up to, to pay for it. I guess just this last week, they changed it from three vouchers to nine vouchers <laughs> and almost doubled the entrance fee. Yeah, so now people who have three are still basically at ground zero and have to continue the way up. I have a full zero. No, there's no grandfather clause. Nope. Oh, that's Yeah. I mean, I don't really care because I have zero. Well, yeah, for you it's like, oh. But it's like I was faced with an entire... (sighs) It's like that story of the guy that rolls that ball up the hill in hell. His punishment is to roll the ball yes. up the hill and then it falls back down and he just has right. to do that for eternity. Sisyphus. Thank you. This is why I love you, Anna. <laughs> um, you know, it was like that. And I, at the moment I heard that, I thought, I've just, I've been out here for 
five months and anything I've even looked at doing or auditioned for doesn't even matter anymore. And I have to get new headshots because no one likes the ones I have. Oh, right, yeah. So it's just... Right look. Right. So it's all very frustrating. And that was, yeah, that was a big, huge downer for me this week. Summertime is coming, I got rambling on my mind. I aim to box up all my troubles and leave them far behind. Load up some stuff into my old Toyota car. A duffel bag of odds and ends, my traveling guitar. Well, I hit the highway doing 80 hours, moving mighty fast. When I broke down outside of town, I saw some plays. (laughs) Yeah? Suck on that. Yeah. (laughs) Yes, Sag. Because I'll see some fucking plays <laughs> with real people right standing right in front of me. Who don't need no freaking SAG cards. SAG cards, okay? Mm-mm. Which, so, which plays did you see? Um, well, currently, one of our Madison compatriots has a show running here mm. in- called Orange Murder Suit, um, which is, it's it might be, I mean, I love... Rob's writing, just like by itself, right? <laughs> but this one is is up there in terms of just interesting relationships, and um, it's actually all woman characters. Really it's interesting, and um, I think he does a really good job of writing women women's parts mm-hmm. or like interesting women's. Parts yes, he does. And I think he and I talked about that, and he said something about how there there are very few interesting women's roles. True. Especially for women who are older than, like, 30. Yep. So this show, it's, um, he actually, he trimmed it because for this festival it had to be an hour. Um, so it was a three-act, and now it's a two-act, and it's... This, this one woman, in the first act, she's talking to her lawyer, and in the second act, she's talking to this woman, um, and they're both murderers, and it's intense, typically Rob intense, and there's mm-hmm. obviously a gun, um, <laughs> and it was interesting to see because I knew, I know all the people who were in the original production, I didn't see the original production in Madison, mm-hmm. but I know all of the actresses. Yeah. So it was interesting to see it, like, and know who it was that played it the other time. Um, so yeah, so we saw that, um, and that was fun and good. So one of my um, hobbies when I'm not um, pretending that I'm trying to act or pretending that I'm a waitress is uh, photography. And uh, I bought a really nice camera uh, about a month ago, and I've taken some awesome pictures. But I live right by this um, reserve area that is maintained for wildlife in the valley. And um, I've been there a couple times, taken some really nice some nice photos, which maybe I'll put up on our website. Uh, but uh, so... <laughs> So I'm, I, I have the day off last Monday, and I um, think it would be a good idea to go take some pictures. And I'm going down there, and it's maybe like 1 in the afternoon, and I have to climb down these rocks to get on this trail. And I pass a couple of guys. Um, they're clearly going back to their cars. And 
they um I wasn't I wasn't suspicious right off the bat but when there were th- there were three guys that walked past me all within like a few feet of each other they were all very friendly to me what they weren't like walking together no they were not together but they they were just, they were just walking here. to their cars yeah they just okay. happened to pass me um and they they did not look like the hiking type they did okay. not look like they were clothed for um, hiking or walking around in a in a marsh area. And marsh um, area. the thing that set me off was the third guy that passed me was wearing a shirt that simply said Brokeback Mountain. And I was like, okay, um, maybe, maybe you're just mm-hmm. gay and happened to take your lunch break and walk through marsh. I will think nothing yeah. of it. So I, uh, I went, cool. yeah. I was like, whatevs. I, I'm I'm a girl in cargo shorts with a camera, you know, with a bandana on. Who, who, who am I? Yeah, who am I to judge you? So yeah. I walk under the highway and into this area that I hadn't been to yet. And uh, I get under the highway and there's this guy and he's at the entrance and the trail splits off. It's like two main parts. One goes left, one goes right. And then there's okay. the the unbeaten path. That, like, Ooh. goes off into the middle somewhere. The road left less travel. Yes. Well, so I thought. <laughs> um, <laughs> so he, like, looks at me very suspiciously, like, I'm out of place there. And I decide to take the um, the less traveled tra- <laughs> path. I thought, ooh, that'll be better pictures, you know. Um, <laughs> I would. And as I'm walking past, he keeps looking at me. And I start to get a little freaked out. And he's, like, pacing the entrance, like, waiting for something. And um, so (laughs) I'm like, oh, my God, I am going to get killed or something. (laughs) So I'm walking past, and I'm I'm actually taking some beautiful photographs. And it's a really, really pretty wooded area. And um, (laughs) I come up to this clearing. And it's like, it is... A blanket of condoms and condom wrappers. And I'm like, ah, ah, and it's one of those things where everything gets dizzy around me, and I'm like trying to find my way out of the woods, and I'm like, ah, there's gonna be naked people having sex somewhere. And I'm like running in a path, and then I see another area that's where, you know, just surrounded with condoms and wrappers, and there's lube, and there's cigarettes. And I'm running, and I'm running, and I finally get off into the actual real path. And I'm like, oh, I'm safe. I didn't see anyone doing it. And um, so the entire time I'm walking, there are all these men that just happen to come out of these little areas onto the path and look at me like nothing's wrong. Like, oh, hey. And they're all very friendly, and all smile, and none of them are dressed for hiking. And they're just appearing on these trails. Oh my god! I think you went to, to Cruise Town. I did. Bro, I am living in the middle Valley. of Brokeback Valley. It was so intense. I'm, I mean, there's some serious, <laughs> there's some serious littering that is happening there. Wow. Yeah. That's so, um. The environment. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Did I ever tell you about Trick Alley? No. Trick, <laughs> Trick Alley was, um, 
behind my friend Jeremy's house uh-huh. when he lived at the top of State Street, and he and his roommate saw a gangbang there once. Oh no! Is that was it that at the bottom of State Street? Um, by it was by the Capitol. Oh, the top or the bottom. That's the top, I think. <laughs> it was by the Silver Dollar. Okay. Wow. Yeah. So, you got you got your nature trick valley and you got your city trick alley i uh country mouse, city mouse. i'll never eat a nature valley granola bar again <laughs> without a condom without a condom oh water's not cold baby dip in your big toe maybe i'll see you in flagrante delicto grass below you sky above celebrate spring with a crazy little thing called fucking outside For the information, I cried a little when he flew away. I watched an episode of the People's Court, and I tried to plan my day. So, hey, have you been um, looking at Craigslist at all? I, I peruse every now and then. Why wow, you got some, you got something interesting? Um, I do. I it seems like people. And I've never, well, no, I, I shouldn't say that. I was going to say I've never experienced a bad smell on the train, <laughs> which is completely untrue, because there was this one time. I was going to say. Oh, oh, my God. I So the train comes, and there's, like, you know, really, really full car, really, really full car, really, mm-hmm. really full car, moderately full car, <laughs> yeah. followed, followed by a really full car. So I'm like, oh, cool, a moderately full car. I'm going to get in that one. <laughs> so I get in. It smelled like, and I'm sure it was this bum Yeah. who was in the car that smelled. It smelled like he had peed on himself and then, like, wrapped himself in some sort of odor-absorbing material oh, no. and then, like, buried himself in manure for, like, a week <laughs> and then gotten out of the manure and then peed on himself. Oh. It was the worst thing ever, and he's oh like, gosh. he's like festering in the corner, and people, they were like, I, I don't know, there were probably seven or eight of us that got on at uh-huh. the same time I stopped, and we all got on, and we're just like, looking at each other like, oh my god, what have we just done? <laughs> oh, so no. a bunch of people went through the doors while the train was in motion, which is against the rules, but more than oh, that, is it? scares me a lot. <laughs> I would, oh, I would do it if it didn't scare me. Yeah, it is scary. I would, I would break the rules if it didn't, if I wasn't concerned that I was <laughs> If you weren't scared for your life, right. Um, so I got off at the next stop and switched cars. Oh my gosh. And then every stop thereafter, I was only going like five stops, but every stop thereafter, the same thing would happen where a bunch of people would get on that car and oh, then like, no. go over <laughs> to our car. So I have smelled bad smells on the train. Yeah. But there are a lot of Craigslist post missed connection postings that have to do with bad smells. <laughs> some only some in New might, York. Some folks might recall the beef heart story, yeah. which involved a fart. Refer to um, episode one. Refer to episode <laughs> one, the, the magic and mystery of beef hearts. Yes. Um, but this one, which I'm going to read to you, is also fart related. <laughs> Great. Um, it is called, I Never Got to Say That I'm Sorry, 26. Okay. I am so sorry that all of you 
had to put up with awful smells on the R train that pulled into the 95th Street station around 6 p.m. last night. More specifically, the second-to-last car, and especially to the two young Russian women that I believe were mentioning how much the subway car smelled in Russian. I'm not <laughs> about that since I don't speak Russian, but your body languages was telling me that you both knew. It wasn't that I didn't like any of you on that train and wanted you all to suffer. It was more so that I just couldn't hold all of my gas in. Oh, no. Please <laughs> don't think that I do that all of the time in enclosed public spaces, because I don't. Yesterday was an off day due to the <laughs> fact that the men's room door on my floor has been broken for the past five days, which has caused the door to be left wide open so that nobody gets stuck inside the bathroom, and I feel as though I can't relax <laughs> to take care of my business while the door is wide open. Especially noisy business. Anyway, <laughs> I should get going. Just wanted to send out my apologies. I hope that you all got it. Oh. And it's signed, Beehive. I don't know what that's about. <laughs> so, he felt bad. Yeah, <laughs> well, so he really should. <laughs> so, uh, when I was uh, at camp, we would always uh, fart and you'd say safety. So people knew. And if you didn't and someone else smelled it, then they hit you until you touch a doorknob. What? It's it's a game. I, I hadn't heard of it until then, but you fart, and if you don't say something and someone else smells it, they get to punch you until you touch a doorknob. Well, what if it wasn't you? Well, then you say it wasn't me. I don't know. <laughs> but then if you fart, you, so... Well, it was a fun game. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so whenever you fart, you have to say safety so no one can say anything. Um, so I, uh, I have a... I found a Craigslist that relates to that. Yeah. It is not nearly as interesting, and uh, and a more court you shall win again. <laughs> I'm sorry. And, um, this one's actually, uh, it's not on Misconnections or Personals, it's in the Rant and Rave sections. Oh, wow. And it's, uh, what do you think of the butt, and then in parentheses, as a whole. Whole spelled W-H-O-L-E. Um, and then this person was responding to it and clearly didn't understand the difference between the two holes. Um, and <laughs> when I say whole as a response, it's the whole as in H-O-L. Okay. And the H -O -L. response, E, <laughs> it's when I respond to it, it will be H-O-L-E. Okay. Um, and all I say is, as a whole, my butt works very good every time I need to take a dump, you know, pinch a loaf or fart. The butt as a whole is an excellent idea. <laughs> that is my fart response the to you as a whole is an excellent idea <laughs> it works in spoken word but not in writing right no i i really like that the play on words there actually <laughs> the butt as a whole oh, you know what the butt as a whole <laughs> i uh -oh. think i think that's a fine idea <laughs> thank you top draw top draw <laughs> let me tell you about what i think oh quite good You're in pain When the sun shines It feels like rain It feels like rain I work out every now and then. And um, yeah. 
One of my favorite things to do now, started watching National Geographic bits on my iPod. Like with antelopes and stuff? Well, it's like, um, <laughs> with antelopes? <laughs> when no. you say National Geographic, right. I'm thinking of like, you know, nature. Well, they, I think what they do is they just, um, <laughs> they must have a channel or something and they just do little like 12 minute snippets of stories every week. And, um, it, it ranges like one was about a village of people that leave their dead out for like months at a time and talk about them and like talk to them and feed them as though they are still alive. And like one was about, um, the dung beetle, which is real and like plays with dung. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know that. So it's oh, like, you know, it's like, they like build shit out of it. Right? Yeah, they it's kind of cool. But I'm ching. They build stuff out right. of shit. Yeah. They're, yeah. they're amazing. Um, so, you know, so I watch like those and it makes the time pass because yeah. I like to do like 15 minutes at a time on each machine. So it, it times out well. Yeah. And uh, so there's this one and it was in, it was like titled Maggot Medicine or something. And Ooh. I thought, okay. I've got to watch this. And so it starts off and it's like showing all these little maggots eating and talks about how um, flies, they, they bury their eggs in, um, in dead tissue because that way when the maggots are born, which are baby flies, they'll have all this food to eat. And I was like, wow, that is really thoughtful of the mama fly. Like, way to go, you know? And I kind of was like, Oh, you're not so bad. You're just kind of doing your job, little maggots. You know, yeah. that's where you're born. Um, and so they thought, <laughs> what if they could start using this to their advantage, these doctors somewhere? Right. I think it's actually Minnesota. Um, <laughs> so Those Minnesotans, they're like, they're on the, they're, they're sort of avant-garde in a lot of yeah, ways. Yeah, they are. But because I think they're just crazy. <laughs> I mean, I, I have friends from minnesota and i like them yeah well and styles from minnesota yeah he's kind of crazy no he's he's not at all he's actually not (laughs) Not at all (laughs) (laughs) um yeah so they thought what if we could use this to our advantage so they showed this woman this very very large large woman and she had diabetes and she had an abscess on her stomach that they had to remove, but it left this, like, gaping hole, which, because she's so huge and it kind of folds over and she can't really clean it, it started getting really infected. And it started, like, you know, all the tissue was just... It was gross. They actually showed this picture on the podcast. So they... What this hospital does is it disinfects maggots, and it, it plants the newly hatched maggots in the sore and then they send her home for like a week and then they come back and these maggots are like 10 times as big as they were when they started and they like clean out her wound but they've eaten all the dead tissue and it's the only way like that she was able to get through this this abscess without surgery was getting maggots implanted in her wound and then having them basically like shut in isn't it amazing that's crazy. I know. I thought and I was like, oh my God, I have to tell the world about this. That's so crazy. I mean, would you do it if, if, if somebody was like, would you, they call it, they you. call it maggot therapy. I, would, I, 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 did, I, did you ever read that book about <laughs> corpses and what they do with yeah. corpses? Yeah. Stiff? Yeah. 
Yeah. I think there was something about maggots. Maggots are useful. Well, they, they, I think that's where they leave the bodies out and they see and they watch the decomposition. Yeah. Yeah. There's actually, like, there are people that study the bugs that form after a certain decay. Right. But that, that's another use for them. Yeah. so cool. I know. It kind of, kind of gives them a little bit, a little bit of street cred, you know? It's like, (laughs) yeah. Good job, maggots. Yeah, Meg. That's what I'm going to call them. Yeah, these are these are my mags. <laughs> <laughs> I think we should institute that as a as a new form of slang for like my my friend. Yeah, this is my mag. That's, that's my mag. That's my mag. No, <laughs> I'm totally gonna start trying to use that. <laughs> What's up, mag? I'm a, I'm I'm gonna just call my mags. <laughs> call my mags and have a party. That's cool. I was hanging with my mags awesome. last night. Yeah, so. This woman was saved because of maggots. Because <laughs> of maggots. But it makes you understand why it flies like poop. It it does. It makes perfect sense. I still ain't gonna let them land on me and whatever they do. Do they like throw up on you or something? Throw up on you and then they eat it. That's gross. That's what I've heard at least. You know what? I like your babies, but I ain't gonna like you. Ho, I like your mags. I am playing with no whole flies. I don't. I sound like I've been drinking. I sound like I've been drinking. But it's six in the evening. Well, that was fun, Kelly. That was fun. I was I was feeling a little sick earlier today, but I think uh, I think I got over it at the moment I started talking to you, Anna. Yeah, you cured my sinus infection. Wow. Awesome. Good job. (laughs) (laughs) All right, I'll talk to you later. All right, bye, dude. Bye. Okay, bye. (laughs) Okay, bye. (laughs) (laughs) Ding bye can treat stomach cramps, indigestion, diarrhea, sinus infections, herpes, neurological disorders, redness, moistness, and other physical ailments. I was in Kids Mensa. No. Yeah. Well, I'm, I guess I'm not really all that surprised. Because <laughs> you're really smart. <laughs> I'll bet you if you tested, you could be in the adult version of Mensa. Maybe I'll do that. Ooh, I think you should. Hey, I'm out front. What? I'm out front. Can you hear that, Anna? Yeah. <laughs> do you want me to come get you? <laughs> All right, <laughs> I'll uh, I'll be down there in a second. Um, I'll I'll Skype you in like five minutes. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>